Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. I'm reading this from foxnews.com. A Maryland man killed his pharmacist's brother because he thought he was, quote, poisoning people by administrating, administering, excuse me, COVID-19 vaccines. Court documents show Jeffrey Burnham, who was one in the deaths of his brother, sister-in-law, and an elderly woman was arrested Friday, last Friday, in West Virginia after the three slayings more than 100 miles apart. As reported by Fox News, cops found Burnham's brother, Brian Robinette, 58, and his sister-in-law, Kelly Sue Robinette, 57, fatally shot last week in their Ellicott City, Maryland home. Burnham's mother told police he wanted to confront his pharmacist brother about his role in doling out the COVID-19 vaccines court documents show I don't usually read the whole article, but 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 there's a lot of context here. He wanted to confront Brian about the government with the government poisoning people with COVID vaccines. Burnham's mother told police, according to reports from WUSA, he repeatedly stated Brian knows something. That's what exclamation point says. Brian knows something. He's part of the conspiracy. Burnham's mother called cops and told them her son was claiming the FBI was after them. Prompting her to worry about his mental state. The charging documents show. If you're out there, you should look at the mugshot on this guy. This guy looks like he's a real peach. A day before allegedly gunning down his brother, because it's alleged he has his day in court. Due process. Allegedly, before gunning down his brother and sister-in-law, Burnham, 46, killed Rebecca Reynolds, 83, who was found dead in her Cumberland home, Cumberland, Maryland. Obvious trauma to the body, Burnham stole her 2020 Lincoln to drive to the second crime location that was roughly two hours away. Burnham also allegedly stole his brother's Corvette after the slayings. And stopped at someone's home to ask for gas. NBC News reported. He told the homeowner he'd, he'd soon be on TV and that his brother was killing people with COVID shot. Charges state. He's been charged with murder and vehicular theft in Allegheny County, Maryland. And faces additional murder counts in Howard County, Maryland. I used to live in Howard County, Maryland many years ago. He was arrested while driving. So he's driving his brother's 2000 Red Corvette, 2007 Red Corvette. This is what happens. I've talked. I've talked about. I don't. I don't think that this is funny. I'm not happy to see stories like this. I'm not looking forward to reading stories about this. But this is what happens when you have conspiracy, crazy people. Do you think that this gentleman came in with all of this stuff by himself? Is is he someone? That is doing all the, the research. And this is just playing devil's advocate. Is he doing all the research? Is he coming up with these conclusions on his own volition? Or is this someone that's part of the OAN, Newsmax, Breitbart, 
Fox News, panorama of 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 people that don't believe in the vaccine. Now I've said over and over again, I'm not a person that that's going to shame individuals who don't want to take the vaccine. I'm not an individual that that feels that we have to have a complete divided society so you're either vaccinated or you're not. I don't think that the government should come with a military police and and force someone to take the vaccine and jab people in their arms. But obviously this gentleman is not a criminal mastermind. Obviously this gentleman is not someone that that necessarily is of sound mind and and reasonable mind. And I don't know where he got these ideas. I'm not going to politicize it. I'm just going to say that on some of the aforementioned sites, you have a lot of people that are fanning the flames and saying that the vaccine is tyranny and saying that the vaccine is dangerous and the vaccine is going to kill you. And that the communists want you to take the vaccine. And that is big tech and big pharma and big government, which all of those things might have a little bit of truth to them. But it's this continuous us versus them type of program and narrative that if you don't agree with me, because see, you never hear me say, hey, people that don't take the vaccine, they should be ostracized from society. They should be put in gulags. They should be executed. All of those things that should have bad things happen to them. I, I'm going to talk later in the week about, about Kyrie Irving, who, who plays for the Nets. And in Brooklyn, you can't come to the stadium if you're not vaccinated. He's not vaccinated. So people are ripping him and skewering. I can't stand Kyrie Irving. I think he's an absolute unmitigated tool bag. But it's his body. If he don't want to take the vaccine, I'm not going to rip him for not taking the vaccine. He doesn't have to take the vaccine. Then it's the Nets job to decide are we going to have someone on our roster who won't be vaccinated do we want to have someone that only play half the games and can't go to any of the home practices that's business if he's valuable enough to the nets for them to make the accommodation i don't have a problem with that i wouldn't but if he's that valuable it's business just like it's business when lance day contracts with episource or U.S. hunger, it's it's business, and it's it's a value-add proposition. So I'm not going to shame people, but I see more and more people on the other side, and it's not liberal, conservative. I'm using Fox News as a medium because we've seen their hosts repeatedly deny vaccinations, even though we know that everyone on Fox News is 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 either at home in their home studio or they've been vaccinated for a year and they're getting the best treatment possible. But I see a lot of people who are anti-vax that are now starting to perpetuate anger and vitriol against people who are vaxxed or promoting vaccinations. And I've had it directed at me myself. I've had people tell me that I'm a, that I'm a, a tool of George Soros. And I promise you, I'd be getting paid a whole hell of a lot more than I'm getting paid if I was a tool of George Soros. So I'm just reading random comments on foxnews.com because I love reading the comments on foxnews.com. And someone, this is Prez 
too old. So that's a that's a a, a, a name for for Joe Biden. Now Trump isn't exactly a spring chicken, and he's saying I hate to say it, but I'm worried about more bloodshed. That will occur as long as people push the vaccine on people. And several several comments for 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 them saying yeah for sure you know here here. I love hostages. Biden comments. This is what happens when public. I'm just reading random comments. These are not queued up. This is not a teleprompter. This is what happens when public schools teach critical race theory instead of math and science. All Joe Biden's fault. Then um, Osa Mannequin says, quote, my lifetime arsenal of T-cells stands ready. And then finally, Black Wolf says dying from COVID is accidental. Dying from the vaccine is voluntary. This is your base, Fox News. These are the people. These are people that come to your website. Paragon 7 Studios. You are done. Fired. Do not show your face at the laundry again. Stay away from Pinkman. Do not go near him. Ever. Are you listening to me? Or else you'll do what? What did you say? Stay away from Pinkman. Or else you'll do what? You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. Black women are fierce, brilliant, courageous, dope. Black women are making a difference, making history, and changing the world. I think about all of the black women who have showed up to fight for justice. We are starting to finally accept all the skills and talents a woman can bring to the table. Urban One, thank you. This one is so special. This is your boy Rampage, first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Learn more about group insurance benefits with Engage Health. Call to speak to an advisor today at 832-219-5829. Tell them that the Flatbush King sent you. He's the paragon of sports talk excellence. The Heisenberg of broadcast radio. The Wolf of Wall Street. You are listening to James Lewis III, host of the Lance J Radio Network. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Lance J Radio Network. Got Isaac Palmer in the building with me. Isaac Isaac doesn't like to announce the show because um, Isaac thinks that the world revolves around him. He's used to <laughs> used to everybody. Um, I'm telling getting, him, telling him how good looking he is oh, and, and how how much of a rock star a, he is. I've, I've known this guy for a long, long time. Right. This guy uh, 
Um, all right, my and, name and is he I- delivers on all of those things. My name is Isaac Palmer. I'm, I'm here on the Lance J guy. Radio Show. Thank you for for sharing the mic, sharing the pulpit, oh, with a brother. We're we're doing a series on men's black men's health. And we, we figured the best way to do this is just to hear from black men yep. tell their stories. James yep. and I come from uh, long healthcare backgrounds, yep. but let's hear from black men and, and what they did about their health, what right. happened to them and right. what they did. So we've got Derek on the line. That's good stuff. Uh, let's, Derek, you there? I'm here. I'm here. All right. So lot, let's, Derek. I, I want to start at the beginning with you. Tell us about your sports career. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, at first I have two older brothers and my father had us in sports from the time we could walk really. Um, my older brothers are seven and six years older than me. So, uh, <laughs> they always say that, that the baby, um, gets all of the benefit from mm. learning from the older brothers. So I was, I was better, right. I, I was better and I was better faster than mm. a lot of the other kids mm, because, that's big early. because of my LaMelo ball. Right. So just so you know, this exactly. will air in their markets. They will hear this story. <laughs> the what? They will hear you saying that they were, you were. Better oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I actually don't think that my brothers would dispute what I'm saying. So I would, iron, and, iron, I, and I, and I, and I lived it. Iron. So I, I, I lived it. Iron, yeah. So let's, let's advance through high school. Uh, sure. Actually through college. What'd you do out of college? Uh, so I played baseball all the way through college. Uh, after college, <clears throat> I had a public relations degree um, that, you know, there probably wasn't a ton of thought that went into the choice of that degree. So there weren't a lot of options for what I was wanting to do versus what I was qualified to do. So I was trying to get you to talk uh, I, about the team you played for. Um, I mean, you played professional baseball. I did not. I know. No, no, no. I played college baseball. College that was, baseball. That was okay. The, all right. That Sorry. was the that was the furthest that, that I advanced. Okay, all right, my bad. <clears throat> uh, so but I did this have, is a this is a lifelong career athlete, right? Uh, healthy, healthy, Someone takes care of himself. Uh, uh, perennially in shape, right? So now, Derek, let's advance to um, when did that go? What were the first signs that that you felt unhealthy for la- for lack of a better word? Um, <clears throat> I would say. I progressively got heavier and heavier before I kind of had a, an epiphany or, you know, a, a, a walloping on the head when I got up to, I'm, I'm about six feet tall. Uh, and I was weighing 241 pounds. Now <clears throat> I've always weighed a little bit more, uh, due to like what doctors have told me is, as a larger frame. So my ideal, my ideal weight is around 210. Um, even, even in high school, um, and you know, like my athletic peak. So the, the 241 was kind of a, was eye opening for me. It was obviously the heaviest I'd ever been. Um, part of that is <clears throat> I had, you know, due to baseball and, and playing, you know, for so long, I had, uh, two knee surgeries. I have arthritis in my right knee. So <clears throat> as I've gotten older, you know, being active has become more of a challenge. Mm. Mm. So for, for our audience out there, I, I think a lot of black men can relate to that. Right. Of just that as you enter your late thirties or early forties, see, it, it's, it's harder, harder to, to recover. Push. It's harder right. to motivate. So uh, what'd you do about it? 
So um, I also so I went to law school uh, pretty late in life, uh, and then I got married pretty late in life, and I had kids pretty late in life. So all of that began around the age of thirty three. Mm. Um, so <clears throat> I was a couple of years out of law school. I was practicing civil litigation in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, Shout out to Phoenix. And, I'm 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 a I'm a Phoenix person. I just I lived in Phoenix for four years. Uh, okay, okay. I've, what part, I've lived what, what in part of town were you? Uh, right now, I'm in uh, Avondale. Okay, I was. Uh, I lived up in Anthem in the desert. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know exactly where that it is. Was dra- uh, it I'm, was dragged out, kicking and screaming by by my significant other. Phoenix, who, Phoenix who, is, is that did, nice of a who town. did not like the she she came there and it was 113 degrees oh then, yeah oh yeah she was in the pool and she was accosted by a scorpion and she was like yeah this is not gonna work out your yeah the, smart the uh <laughs> i tell people if they're gonna visit don't don't come in the summer yeah, you, you gotta treat summer. the summer here like you would treat the winter right, you stay back indoors. there yeah, you stay indoors. yeah. so uh, funny enough uh i am my wife will, she laughs at me all the time. I'm, I'm definitely afraid of scorpions and I've only seen one since I've been oh, out man. here and it was, it was at my mom's house. See out in Anthem, man, I don't want to go on a tangent. I'll let you get back, but, but out in Anthem, man, you got scorpions, you got rattlesnakes, you got tarantulas. That's all in the same yeah, day. Yeah. Uh, I've spent a lot of time at Anthem Park jogging out there, okay, bumped into okay. a couple of tarantulas while out there i think the first time you 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 freak out by the by the second or third time you you see a rattlesnake it's just kind of par for the course you know yeah to stay away sure. from them and let them go on their way but sorry but to yeah, interrupt i'll continue you. on to, yeah, no 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 so um i would say i was out of law school for two years practicing and <clears throat> um the stress of the job mm. uh, i could really feel it getting to me um, the profession itself is just stressful. You basically got everyone who's having a bad day dumping all of their problems on you. You're right. Nobody likes to get sued. Nobody likes nobody likes to sue. Um, so was it, if I could <clears> jump <throat> in, was it physical and mental? Because it sounds yes. in your voice. I can hear. Yeah, obviously, you yeah, talked yeah. about your, your knees and being an athlete and how that. You know, your athlete at 22, at, at 42, your knees kind of take a beating from all the running you did. But I can hear the mental anguish as you're as you're talking about. Oh, this. yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you've got like I said, you got someone who's basically essentially dumping all their problems on right. you and then multiply that if you have 30, 30 clients. Right. Wow. So you've got but, 30 people doing that. But also um, ex- experiencing the pressures of, yeah. of being a husband and right. a father at the same time. Right. And we know that exactly. mental anguish and pressure right. results in physical abnormalities Absolutely. in different ways. Absolutely. And so, would and, you and say that it resulted in weight gain for you? Yeah. I mean, I used, yeah, absolutely. It resulted in weight gain. Uh, in fact, the reason I even took, that wasn't even necessarily the area of law I wanted to go into. I took that job because they were <clears throat> the most accessible and I needed to put money on the table. Right. I needed to put food on the table because I was married Man. and I had a one-year-old when I started mm. law school. I had another child in law school. So by the time I graduated from law school, we were a family of four. So, and that's, <clears> a, that's a great, that's a great point within itself, Isaac, because there's the pressure of being a provider. Yeah. And being a priest right. at the home, you know, it's deeper than just the billable hours at the law firm. But it's it's the fact that you have a responsibility to provide. And we know that black men, 
especially we have pressures on us in society yes. that other people don't have. Not saying that other people don't have pressures, but we have a different set of yes. pressures. In it's addition, more, it's more persistent. Agreed. In addition Agreed. to having to provide for a family. Yeah. yeah. Yes, definitely. So so I would sit in my car mm. and cry oh, man. after work for yeah. about 10 minutes before I drove home just oh. because I, I had to get some sort of release from the day. So can we just you know, pause I started to notice. right there and 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 say to the black men that are right. out there crying in your car right. that is a normal reaction to the <laughs> pressures of the day. Wow. Uh, it's normal, uh, and we don't say it enough. I've cried. We don't say it enough. Yeah, it was it was heavy that day, and I had to right. release. Go ahead. Wow. But I um I started to feel you know I don't I I was feeling pains in my chest. You know, the, like I said, I was just carrying all of that weight. So I, I literally was like, I told my wife, I said, you know, some, something has to change. Something has to change. Mm. Um, and I would say maybe six months later, I got out of litigation. Mm. Total, all, all the way together, got out of litigation. But even before that, um, I, was, I, had a, I had a woman in my small group at church who worked for one of these pyramid scheme, you know, uh, nutrition companies. Um, so my, my wife and I were like, just try it for one month. Um, so I did, you know, I lost like, I lost like 15 pounds. Um, but then what I did after that was <laughs> I just kind of took what they were doing. And because I, I was reading the ingredients of the food and I was like, eh. so I went to a nutritionist. And she essentially gave me an organic, healthy option for everything that I was using in the program. So I got off the program and just started substituting that stuff in. So I essentially just was eating every three hours, smaller meals, boosting, boosting your metabolism. So what, what, what I like about this story is you took control, right? Uh, you you notice the bad outcomes and you took control of your own health. Right. And, and I, you didn't I, depend on a doctor to do it. Because a lot of times we go to the doctor, we've been beating up our bodies for 40 years and you say, hey, you know, um, yeah. my arm is bending backwards. What can you do to fix me? I mean, he actually, he actually controlled the situation before it got to that level of critical mass. I mean, and, and what's, what's really a shame is so many of us, the doctor we end up seeing is right. the ER doc. Right. Right. And if you're seeing an ER right. doctor right. for the first time right. about a condition, right. it's too late. It's too late. It's too yeah. late. Done a so lot of damage. Derek, what we have from Derek is notice the symptoms, notice the outcomes, right. start. It's proactively changed his course for his life. Derek, as we, cause we kind of, we're up against the break on the segment. I would like to give you a chance. How are you now? I mean, you sound invigorated um, and I'll speak on my experience. You know, I left, I left an executive job in Arizona myself. And um, it's very funny because I lived in a five bedroom house with a pool, gated community. I had all of the the toys that money could buy. I was doing well. It wasn't until COVID where there was a state lockdown where we couldn't leave our homes. That was the first time that I'd ever been in my pool because I was working (laughs) 80 or 90 hours a week and I was making money and, you know, I was getting accolades and I was able to go to galas with, with rich millionaire people that live in paradise Valley and the mayor is showing up and I'm playing golf at some of the nicest golf courses in Scottsdale. I'm not even a good golfer, but just because of my status as a VP at blue cross, I had access to that stuff. 
I wasn't miserable, but I wasn't happy. What I do now, I make less, but I make my own schedule. I have my, I, I work with people that are positive and have similar uh, goals like Isaac. And I'm much happier now, even though I'm making less money. You know, there's no six figure bonus coming from yep. what I do, but I, I am in the best spirit that I've been in in a long time. And uh, I went recently went to a, 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 a convention with some of my colleagues in Denver and people saw me and they said, you know, James, you look completely different than you did before. Mm-hmm. Like we've never seen mm-hmm. you look this free. And, and I think that that's just a classic story for the overachiever, the lawyer, mm-hmm. the executive, like Isaac, the guy that was a CEO at 35, you know, so many people that we went to school with Isaac that are doctors and uh, in media and just at the apex of their profession but that's not what life is all about. And, yeah. and I and I praise you for finding that out as, as still a relatively young man and making the change. How do you feel now day to day, just both physically and mentally? Oh, I mean, there's a, a, a tangible, tangible difference as far as how I feel uh, physically and mentally. Um, <clears throat> you know, the the weight loss, the decision to right. kind of take control of my health um, physically also impacted the decision to take control of my health, you know, mentally in that meaning getting out of getting out of litigation, uh, in that I did also take a pay cut. Um, wait a second. That's a Simone Biles decision, right? That is a career decision for your mental health, right? Well, I, the way I looked already, at it was the, the time. The well, she, she's the time. good. She's good. <laughs> but she passed little up, little little she, different she passed up a couple of medals. Right, right. <laughs> but that time, what you what you talked about, James, the whether it's time spent with the family, whether it's time spent Prices. in your pool, whatever that is, that that to me is also worth money. Yeah. 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 Um, no, nah, that's, that's, uh, that that's, that's just such a fantastic story. We're, we're up against the break, but but thank you so much for for chopping it up with me and Isaac about that situation and you know I want people that are out there listening uh to this this series this is a very important series and you know having people like Derek on that will tell this story because uh life is life is very short and life can end abruptly we don't we don't really know what's coming one day to the next but what's priceless is that time with with your family and and your health and your mental health man I Derek I can just I can just feel I don't know you but I can just feel the the relief <laughs> and lack of pressure that you've that you've transitioned on to something else. Um, we know that you're still able to provide for your family, but a part of providing for your family is being alive to be there. No, you know, absolutely. If you're, if you're not alive or when your kids are 10, you're in a wheelchair because you've neglected your health. You're not going to be as much used to them. So so thank you so much for telling hey, be- your story. Be- man. Before we go, Derek sells kicks online. All right. Uh, I'm sitting here in the studio, Derek. Well, he has, uh, James has two Jordan 1s and some Jordan 11s. I'm going to send you a picture of the, the ones. You've never seen these before. The ones okay. Right. I try, I all try, right, I try to right. dabble a little bit and be in a what, sneakerhead, what man. Those are well, the, the one of them is the homage to home, so that's the. Um, oh, the, I know they're, those. The, yeah, they're know half, those. they're half black and and half white. Yeah, on one side. Oh, you know about then, it. Uh, the the other ones are the pine green, man. As a, as a Pine Forge Academy alumni, those those are the shoes <laughs> that I would have worn. Back in 1995, when I was on their varsity basketball team at the end of the bench, nice, nice. I would have looked really good yeah. sitting on the bench in my shooter shirt in, in those shoes. So you always, always got to keep a fresh pair of kicks 
in in the studio. But but thank you so much, Derek. Man, we we really appreciate your time and, and your energy. And like I've said with Isaac, man, we want to keep in touch with with people that are part of the series. Uh, tell us how tell us how you're progressing because this isn't this isn't a sprint; it's a marathon. And and the the whole movement towards being healthy, physically and mentally, uh, there will be people that want to hear from from what you're doing and how you're progressing. So thank you very much. Yes, uh, I was just, one more thing. Can you sure. give me? Can I get another forty five seconds? Yeah, another forty five seconds, man. Okay, I was just going to say, you know, we talk about the. So I, I never gave you what my actual results were. So I lost about thirty pounds, and okay. what nice. that did for me from a, you know, when you think about, oh, I'm able to fit back into this particular right. suit, or the, I'm able to that. fit back into some of these clothes that I haven't worn in three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine years. Um, what that does to your psyche, uh, just from your own personal self-esteem standpoint, uh, is also something that is huge. Mm. That's good. That's yeah. good, man. Appreciate you. Thanks so much, man. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7, 7 Studios. Studios.